0: Welcome to the Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we talk about two to three interesting tech stories in the news, hit you with one fun library fact, and get you on your way in 15 to 20 minutes. As always, you can send us any of your suggestions to creationstation at broward.org, and we could be featuring your stories on the show next week. This week's guest is Lauren from Outreach Services. How are you doing, Sir Lauren?
1: Bob. Just fine, Bob. Thank you for the invitation, and I'm looking forward to this.
0: Yeah. Um, so, Lauren is uh, the person in charge for uh, community engagement of doing outreach to uh, the public for the library system. Lauren, tell, tell us, what, what kind of stuff are you able to get going on uh, with that now?
1: Um, coming, we'll be doing a lot of outreach with our public schools um, well as they start to invite their students back to the, to the classroom. Um, we'll be going out to municipalities and school districts and churches, and um, just reminding people that the library is a vital source of, of for them as a reference to use outside of school. Uh, everything that we offer from additional books to tutoring to um, whatever they need Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. research and tutoring are, are very big we and, only have 20 minutes so, we
0: can't talk about yeah, every single thing that we
1: offer <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah lauren's got a really fun job where he gets to, he goes outside of the library buildings and is out at conventions and is out at all of these street parties and all these things and he gets to pay to go out to all sorts of really cool events um but we're going to get started here we've got some interesting stories to share just like always And our first one today is actually probably right up your uh, alley there, Lauren, for being able to go outside and uh, have some stuff that's not going to make you sweat as much. And I've got my first slide up here on our first tab uh, just to show everybody we always go and get the original stuff that we can whenever we try and show you these stories. And so hierarchical hierarchical morphology metafabric for scalable passive daytime radiative cooling. That probably doesn't make any sense to anyone, does it, Lauren?
1: Uh, No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So here's an interesting, here's the story that that I found that that brought this to my attention. So basically what they've discovered is that there is a combination of pigments that they could put together that would radiate out electrons in a way that goes right through the ozone. And I know it sounds kind of bizarre when we're just talking about t-shirts, but this is something that could be used on lots of different stuff. But instead of just radiating heat and it creating and building up in the atmosphere or, you know, all this, you know, carbon, etc. cetera, and buildup, they discovered something that would allow it to just radiate right through that and go straight through the atmosphere and out which is gonna be an amazing thing if they can pull this off on super large scale. But um, it, A, it works, at, it, it actually in the testing, it reduces it by three degrees Celsius. So that's a significant drop for uh, most people. Um, that's over five degrees Fahrenheit. So you'll definitely um, feel that as you're doing it. And it's really interesting because they've been able to build it. So, if your own sweat, if you put this on a T shirt and you're sweating it out, it radiates all the heat right through the shirt. Not only does it just radiate the sunlight that you've got hitting you, but then it radiates that sweat and heat that you build up as you're exercising and doing.
1: And this type of clothing, let's say they they move forward to clothing is, is a great benefit to us that live in South Florida. If you're active outdoors, uh, even working outdoors, to have some type of clothing that reflects the the heat off you, it it will benefit everyone.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's one of those things where, I think about it because I'm out riding the bike and exercising, and it would just be like so much nicer to have something like that that goes out and turns it out. Now, unfortunately, depending upon your fashion sense, you can have any color you want, Ex- as long as it's white because it only works with the color white they haven't figured out a way to make it dyeable or anything like that it is able to have um pores when it's woven so that it can be used as fabric for shirts and that um or it can be you know done really tight if you're going to put this on a roof or something mm-hmm. but yeah are you are you happy to, to wear white all the time if you if you get a shirt like this
1: I try to wear white being outside on a normal weekend anyway because white is more reflective clothing than wearing a black T-shirt, let's say, or a brown T-shirt or a red T-shirt that absorbs the heat, absorbs the sunshine. So you're naturally going to sweat more wearing darker clothing. So even even if they can make it into a, a baseball cap or something like that to keep the head cooler, right? There there you go. That's a nice idea.
0: I like that. I like that. I was going to say, when I'm out biking, I I tend to wear like the bright neon colors, the oranges and yellows Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, so people can spot me and see that I'm riding my bike. But yeah, having a nice, you know, bright white baseball cap that just sucks off the the heat off your head as you're going along, make the bicycle helmet that way, that would be pretty awesome. I like that idea, Lauren. That's really cool.
1: We'll we'll do that on the side.
0: Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, So our next story is something that you probably have seen in the news already. Over the last two or three days, there's been a tremendous amount of news stories about the moon's wobble. So I went back and got one of the original science articles on this for all of us to talk about. The moon does not wobble. In the way that you're thinking about, like a top, what happens is it's called precession, and it's the Earth does this too. All objects that rotate around them an axis have a little bit of precession, where it goes back and forth, just that little bit. Like you see a top going on the tabletop. So the Moon has the same thing with the Earth. It just so happens that we are almost halfway through the current cycle of this wobble, this precession of it the moon being the farthest possible part away from us, and over the next 15 years, it's coming back towards us, and then it'll slowly go back away from us. What that means is we're going to get more higher tides. How many tides? Have you seen the the king tide stuff, Lauren? I
1: was going to say the king tide is, is affects us here along the Fort Lauderdale beaches, along Los Angeles downtown and up and down the coast. And each year they get worse and worse. So how do you combat yeah. that?
0: Well, and that's part of the climate change. That's part of climate change. It's already changed. We have to learn to live and move forward with this. Um, and yeah, they're they're talking that anywhere over the next 25 to 50, 75 years, it could go anywhere from 12 inches, you know, from one foot to eight foot higher um, along the Atlantic seacoast. And how much that actually influences us and how much is that really going to happen remains to be seen. But just this, the number of this is going to be happening. And I pulled up the other page from City of Fort Lauderdale, so Fort Lauderdale, Dot gov. And if you go there, uh, they will have a king tides and high tides chart for you. And so coming up, the next time these are going to affect us is going to be in September uh, 9th and 10th, so just after Labor Day in September. And I'm not saying that the moon wobble is going to affect us in September, but these are the sorts of things we all have to get used to looking at, is thinking that over the course of this next decade, decade and a half we are going to have to pay attention to charts like this like okay well and if i want to go to an event downtown see i can tie this all back into everything lauren all these events that you do um if you're going to go to an event downtown in fort lauderdale in october you're going to have to pay attention to when that king tide is going to be because that may be a problem for certain areas
1: oh yeah just just look at the fort lauderdale international boat show maybe millions and millions of dollars and the large bag of yachts that are sitting along our coastal waterways you know that comes up to the road that's that's not a good thing
0: yeah yeah it, it's going to be really interesting so there's some uh more stuff for local people here in Fort Lauderdale there's some good stuff here if you're in Miami you know what that's like down there in Miami-Dade for uh King Tides and all the stuff like that all along Miami Beach it's- always been, and we're just getting step-by-step. Step. Uh, city of Fort Lauderdale, if you don't know quite what this is, again, come visit this page. They give you a really good breakdown of what a king tide is, what a high tide is, what you can do to address your own property to fix it, what the city does to try and prepare for these things coming up. And there's a whole section on what the city is doing about working for that sea level rise, how they're fixing these things. Uh, one of the obvious ones to me, but apparently they had to tell it was they're moving their electrical stuff up off the ground so it doesn't get flooded.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you you almost have to, yeah. Next would be your fuel tanks that are in a port.
0: There you go. I I would guess that that would be be something that I wonder well, no, do you think fuel tanks can go underground and then just need almost like a reverse snorkel?
1: I I, I would assume that Isn't that how
0: gas stations do it now? But I wonder if they just need to do some kind of um, interesting, like, you know, extensions or something to be able to get the fuel up higher. They're they're
1: stored inside of tanks already, so that would be the benefit. Whereas the electrical, a lot of times, or your electric power, electrical wires may be exposed or just covered by a thin piece of PVC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and FPL's been burying all the uh, power lines. I hope they've been uh, taking that into account as they've been doing that around the county. Ah, all the fun things we do, right?
1: You, you just don't realize how it affects everything that that we live, that we enjoy down here. Anywhere from riding riding your bicycle along the beach to yeah. run your electricity, you know, king tide, hurricane season. How does it can all affect? You know, it it affects yep. everyone, just not certain areas in Fort Lauderdale. So yeah. I,
0: we live on a lake, and we had some landscape work done two years ago, three years ago. And I told them I wanted the sink um, part of the edge of, edge of the patio down and brace it four feet down. And they were like, why? It, it, code is only two feet. And I'm like, I want four feet because I think that water is coming before I leave this sure. house. So, yeah, we, just, everybody has to just pay attention to these things going forward. We do have one other story that in the tradition of trying to find oddball weird stories at least once a month for me, um, do you have the right to your own brainwaves? And I know that sounds like a crazy thought process. That sounds kind of strange to ask the question, but like we've done with facial recognition software that's out there and cameras all around registering, watching people and identifying them that way um brainwaves are next um by the way grab me a creation station at org if, if you want to see we could always forge you a story um because they can do that with heartbeats now they went from facial recognition to almost like a radar gun that can detect your heartbeat and use that to identify you and now they're taking it another step further of doing brainwave stuff yeah. and so there's this article chile is putting in some new laws they're, they're uh, trying to pass to get into their constitution to give you the right to your own brainwaves, to treat these just like you would any organ donation. So just like nobody can just come up to me and take my kidney, they're trying to make it so that nobody can just come up to you and take your brainwaves without your consent. And I think it's mostly because facial recognition is just out the barn door. There's no way of stopping it now. But at least this is something that's just beginning to start. And how many people do you think are out there using brainwave stuff right now, Lauren?
1: Well, based upon the way that the analytics and everything, how they're – not the analytics, I'm sorry, but the – What's so when they when they track you on Facebook or usage online? Uh-huh. Yep, it's yep. all related. All those algorithms and stuff. Yeah. it's uh, the yep. thank you. It's all related to where they where are you going to take you next? Um, there's studies out there. Well, there's studies out there. I'm sure that we will never know of. Um, yeah. But, it, but it's funny how there's certain movies out there that we've seen years ago already that that have that that use this process. I, mm-hmm. I think Schwarzenegger was in a movie where they they tapped into his brain. And, yep. And so there's, there's, we actually
0: have we have this at the library, by the way, folks, um, we actually have if you wanted to come and test this uh, when we come back to doing our in-person programming later on this year, whenever that happens, um, you can come out to like our spaces like the West Regional Creation Station. We have some uh, little basic test devices that you can use to, to test and use the computer to try and use your mind to move the mouse on a screen and stuff like that. Um, it's based on the same kind of technology uh, that they mentioned in the article here uh, of smart caps. Uh, there's a, they use them in uh, Australia, Peru, Argentina, and Brazil of uh, some mining things. So what it is is they put this cap on, as, on the miners as they're going underneath, as they're going to work. And in theory, it's there to detect any changes for security and safety to see if anything happens and and where you could calculate your how fatigued that person is. And obviously, lots. Yeah,
1: I've seen a program on TV that that was talking about this. Mm -hmm. They're they're afraid how they can control if your your fear the well, yeah. And in so. this
0: case, they're not, we're not into the feeding in, but they can detect. And so you can detect this stuff. And now the problem is in, in Australia, they actually went on strike because they were afraid that they're going to start detecting these, their brainwaves and stuff and see whether they're working harder or not. Right. And so now what... Now they're going to be able to track you at that granular level of how hard are you thinking about your job, and they just did not want to have anything to do with it.
1: Don't blame them.
0: Which is why Chile is trying to put this into law, and maybe the United States could get on board too, huh? Maybe we can get the EU and the United States to start thinking about this for for us, for our own protections on this idea, before a large megacorp like Google, Facebook, Apple, etc., just starts using these things.
1: I'm sure they have the technology, and and they're they're testing it for us. Would not be surprised at all.
0: Testing it for us or on us.
1: Both. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the reading of the mind is, is for medical purposes is outstanding. I think. Yeah. Um, for uh, Parkinson's disease or Alzheimer's disease, the way that they mm-hmm. can read your brain waves, it's outstanding technology, and if it's used for the right thing
0: oh yeah exactly and and there's some amazing stuff out there where that's why we have it in creation session where you can start learning it and learning how to control Mm -hmm. the the ideas just with your brainwaves and just thinking and concentrating and learning how to use the machine that way to do stuff just to type out a letter or whatever it's going to be really useful for people and we need to make sure that it can be used without being abused or at least as much as we can do it correct it would be great well, thank you, sir, Lauren. I do want to, hi- our one uh, library highlight that I've been doing all summer long, summer learning folks, it's still going on. You can still earn prizes. We are still giving away stuff through the end of the month. Please come in. It en- it does not end um, until just after the beginning of August.
1: I forget August 14th, actual- I believe.
0: August 14th. Thank August you, sir.
1: August
0: 14th. <laughs> and so do, you know, Broward.org slash library slash summer. Come in, register, use Beanstack, log your books, earn prizes. We, uh, man, I have seen stacks of French fry coupons going out to people, and I have not gotten a single French fry coupon yet. <laughs> so I need to get on the ball myself and start filling out my books. See, there we go. Oh, nuggets now. Now Lauren's nugget. giving away nugget coupons. Oh my goodness. There we go. That is pretty awesome. That is great. Thank you, sir. And again, thank you very much for being here, Lauren. What's going on out in your world coming up here?
1: Well, coming up, like I said, we have our back-to-school programs started in mm-hmm. August. We have three or four on the books already. Um, as we ramp up, as we open up more in, into the, in, the the communities, you'll see us out in public every opportunity we can get. Um, city and, events, municipalities, schools, churches, your HOAs, wherever we can come and introduce the library service to you, we want to be there. So if you know of anything in your neighborhood, what's email please drop us. A, just uh, l 4 at Broward.org will be my personal email address. So that way you'd come directly to me and I'm, I'm more than happy to get back with you or a representative from your company. So
0: And community engagement? That is awesome. Great. Thank you very much. Well, it just time just flies by here. That was a really fun conversation. Thank you, sir. Lauren, let me, we got put up our end slide here already. It's just going to buy, uh, again, uh, creation station at Broward.org comes to me. If you have any news stories that you want to, us to talk about, if you've got a favorite librarian or a library you want to see represented out on the show one week, let me know about that. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you all All very much. Thank
1: you, Bob. Thank you, everyone.